listening to BC Museum Portraits, and I'm project manager Spencer Stewart. In this episode, we'll be speaking with the president of the Port Hardy Heritage Society, Mary Ann Smith, which operates the Port Hardy Museum and Archives. Marianne, thank you very much for taking the time to sit down and uh, speak about the Port Hardy Historical Society and the, the Port Hardy Museum and Archives. How, how did you get involved with, with museums and archives? What was your initial interest? My girlfriend was the president for many years, Har Harriet Cadwalder, and we talked about it every time we went for lunch, or she'd come from a meeting or something like that. So one day she said to me, we need members, would you come up and see what try it out and see what if you like it or not. Well I went came up and I didn't barely got into the door of the district offices where we have our meetings and there was one the secretary was retiring and she also was my neighbor and she says, You're a secretary and that's how I got into it. <laughs> and, and that was two thousand nine. I went from secretary treasurer in two thousand seventeen to president and Kathleen Davison is our secondary treasurer now. We're, we're sorting through a lot of stuff and that and that's how I got involved in it. So how did how did the society and then ultimately the, the museum and archives come to be? What was the initial impetus for, for putting together uh, the group and developing a collection? It started I think in the 70s. Might have even been started in the 60s. But a bunch of the locals got together. They hired a curator, William Reeve, and I don't know that's as much as I would presume how it started. But a lot of the people, like stories, and I'd have to go back through papers. I never thought of looking for that sort of stuff. But they got, I guess, together. They, the gift shop was volunteer, and they had a little museum, and they collected money to try to pay pay the curator at the time, and, and it was started from there. And the early part of the collection, what, what would you say were some of the, the strengths of the Port Hardy archives and museums. It's built stronger, it's grown and built stronger as we've gone along. We got this curator, um, Jane Hutton, and for 13 years she did a wonderful job on that. She made up exhibits and started doing local stuff and pulling stuff in, getting to know the people and strengthening up the ties with the community. Of, of the collection, what are some holdings that really define the community? What would you say are some portions of the collection that tell a really strong story about Port Hardy? We have a um, deal on it in July called Filomi Days, which is fishing, logging, and mining. And some of our stuff, we have an exhibit for fishing, we have an exhibit for logging, we have an exhibit for mining, plus there's the old settlers, and then we got native artifacts, First Nations artifacts. Do you continue to take in items to the collection? Are you still building? Yes. <laughs> We're looking for a new curator, so we don't know what the new curator's goal will be. But the um, uh, past one, she was if she started on an exhibit, there was stuff that we accumulated from the exhibit, and there was stuff that went back to people. And so we she accumulated all all along different stuff and that and 
we have a collections committee meets used to meet two three times a year and go through the stuff that she had collected mm. to what should have been stayed here and what we send off to somebody else or recycle what are some uh, blind spots within the Port Hardy story what are some events or, or figures or people that you feel aren't represented in the collection but are eager to uh, develop I really don't think we have anything because she's been she had been on top of things for years not and we used to have dinner dinner meet speeches that's not what it's called but you bring somebody in and they speak in front of a dinner and we used to do that and we had a lot of people from here in Port Neal and Winter Harbor, that sort of stuff, speaking at the meetings, at the dinners, and that went over pretty well. Mm. We haven't done that for a few years, but it's made, the way the talk is, it may, we may go back into it. So these were sort of presentations of, of local histories given by people yeah. who would come to these yeah. dinners. What are some events or, or situations that are taking place in Port Hardy at the moment that you're eager to, either to collect items around or, or stories around? Everything's changing so we're always looking at stuff and, and seeing what we can add in here or that we have dealt with, we have been dealing with the First Nations. We have a lot of arts and, and we've got a lot of books about them and that sort of stuff. And So we're dealing with this stuff all the time so we've got nothing that we're right after right now. You mentioned that you're working through the collection at the moment and, and, and cataloging it and, and getting a sense of what you have. How do you think the collection developed over time? Was it something that when it was formed there were lots of material or is it, was it has it developed gradually? I think it was there was a small amount of material at first but in the last 15 years there's been a lot more it's like the books that are behind you, those are all new stuff. And bits and pieces like, well that, the big boxes there are all newspaper over the years, the local newspaper. So that's been started from, well you can see the date on it. And these books have slowly been collected all along the way. So it started small, but it's been gradually building. And like I say, our past curator picked up a lot of stuff. She's always into everything that she could find and not see what she could come up with and that's enlarged our archives. Mm. How, how do you go about building exhibitions? Right now you're shifting between uh, textiles exhibition from what I understand into okay. November 11th. How do you plan those? Well what she used to do and what I'm trying to do is go around see what you've got in your archives use that and then also talk to people that's involved in that sort of stuff. Like, I'm working with the one-on-one squadron, and one of our other members, Marty uh, Whitehead, he's dealing with the one, or dealing with the Legion, and seeing if we can get some military stuff to put together, to put into a exhibit for the month of November. What are some items in the collection that you feel really exemplify the history of Port Hardy? What are some items that, that you're quite drawn to? Me, I'm ex-commercial fisherman. Fishing is, a lot of that stuff is interesting. And I'm also done with logging, done logging and that sort of stuff. So that's been, that's all, so it's all interesting. And, and every time we find something, bring it in and look it over and see if it should go in there or if it's set aside for 
an exhibit or something like that. Mm. Does the collection get used by researchers that are putting together histories of, of Port Hardy or the surrounding area? We've had people coming in here and going through this, checking our archives and taking pictures of some stuff. And one of the books here, Dream Come True, was some of that stuff, which is Port Hardy. And there's one of the First Nations, Quatsino, has been here taking a lot of pictures for their references. And so there's a lot of people coming in looking for stuff from us. And, and we can find it. We can. If we can't, we'll try looking elsewhere or tell the people we can't help them. What are some aspirations for the, the museum and the, and the historical society moving forward? <laughs> we're looking for a curator, but we want somebody that's going to keep on what we're doing, but bring their own ideas into it also and see, because of all the curators, we've let them do their thing, but they always have to come to the board to just tell us what's happening so it's a yes or no or if we can find stuff for them and that's, everything's volunteered with the board but it's we've been doing a lot of work lately to keep things going some stories within the Port Hardy community that you would like to tell things come up as we're going along we got the COVID you got the First Nations so we're always dealing on that we have the fishing, we got the logging, so we're always working with that stuff. And we got windmills here now, and they're starting to do mining, so it's, we're always on top of it trying to find out more information and keep a flow going on it. Marianne, thank you very much for sitting down and, and speaking about the museum with me today. You're very welcome. This has been another BC Museum Portrait. BC Museum Portraits is done in partnership with the BC Museum Association. To hear more portraits and view the accompanying images made by project photographer Tayu Hayward, please go to museum.bc.ca. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time.